Hello and welcome to Raw, the 90s rave podcast. It's a brand new podcast which does exactly what it says on the tin. We will be taking you on a trip down memory lane with regular episodes featuring stories, opinions and laughs with some of the biggest names from the 90s rave scene. Well, it doesn't matter if you were lucky and old enough, like Chrissy here, to experience those halcyon days during the decade of rave or if you just have an interest in dance, music, culture and society and you want to listen to something interesting and hopefully fun, then Raw is the podcast for you. My name's Tom Latcham. I'm a journalist. I'm a broadcaster. I'm a 90s rave fanatic. My name is Chrissy Richards, a.k.a. ex-DJ Chrissy Manic and promoter. Well, if for some reason you're interested in learning anything more about me and Chris and why we decided to launch Raw, we've recorded a short get-to-know-you mini-episode, which you can find wherever you found this one. But uh, ultimately, this podcast is for you, the listener. If you'd like to get in touch, you can do so anytime. Get a shout-out on a future episode, ask us a question, pose one to future guests, or just share your memories and thoughts on the 90s rave scene. It's easy. You can just drop us an email. Hello at the 90s rave podcast.co.uk, and you can find yourself on a future episode. As we kick off Raw, our guests will be known to anyone and everyone who is into dance music. Yeah, they're not only jungle and drum and bass legends, they pretty much invented the bloody genre. They are the godfathers of jungle. They are, of course, Fabio and Groove Rider, and we are honoured to have them on our very first episode. We're in Fabio's house. Hello, gents. How are you? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Thank you for having us. Well, I I say thanks for coming on, but also thanks for hosting. Thanks for having us down in your your lovely house. Yeah. (laughs) So the reason we are here today is because we love the 90s rave scene um can you sum up what it is that you loved about it the most making some money (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it was just a great time you know we were a lot younger yeah that was good about it yeah and um (laughs) it was exciting you know it was a new there was a whole new music you know we grew up in music both of us i don't know the extent of fabio's upbringing in music to that degree but I know that he's pretty much the same as mine and I'm coming from a musical household. Like my old man loved music, always constantly playing music and my mom telling him to turn it down. And, you know, my, I think my dad was a, a DJ waiting to come out, you know, um, music wasn't to my liking. Don't get me wrong, but you know, <laughs> it was music. Well, what about you, Fab? Yeah. I mean, the nineties was, I think what was so exciting about it was that there was always something around the corner. Like, you know, it went from house to hardcore to jungle to D&B. It was just an exciting time. You know what I'm saying? There was just changes. Yeah. There was always changes. And and, and that's kind of, you don't really get that anymore. You get genres, you know, you get dubstep, you get garage, but within drum and bass itself. I mean, it does constantly evolve now, but then it was like nearly every other week, different things were going on. So, you know, that, that was really exciting. And, um... Yeah, the 90s, I mean, we've done some amazing, amazing things. And why do you think that, that, that people, not DJs, not people necessarily in the scene, but ravers, people who are old and past it now, look so fondly back on those times? We know why you did, but what about yeah, those guys? No, it's because it's the beginning. It was the start of something that's carried on for like the next 30, 40 years. Yeah, for real. You know, I, I can't think of any like music that's dominated the world so much like music in general, because, you know, people used to listen to music, but now people hear music. Yeah. They feel music. Yeah. You know, it's a whole different True. thing. True. Because when we used to go out back in the day, in the soul days and stuff like that, people, it wasn't a unified thing. People used to dance. You used to have the dancers and you used to have people just standing around watching them. 
Yeah, but people weren't actually there for the music, were they? Were no. They, they were there to, it was just a social gathering. Yeah, day, true, basically. true, true. But it, the eight, late 80s into the 90s, people predominantly there for the DJs and the music. Yeah. Which is totally The DJ different. culture, yeah that, yeah. that that was something that changed dramatically. I mean, when we started, DJing wasn't something to aspire to at all. No, there wasn't a job. You know. There wasn't a job profession. There wasn't a profession. We could, I couldn't tell my mum and dad that I wanted to be a DJ. They would laugh at you. They'd laugh at me. My <laughs> dad was <laughs> What did they say really when you told them? Really? Well, it, 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 I didn't. I didn't really tell him. <laughs> yeah, just, me neither. We, we just, we yeah. just, because you got to remember when we started, we didn't think we'd be doing it for long. No, it was just is like a fad, isn't it? It was, a, it was a fad. We were just sitting down thinking, got a day job, it's a hobby. Yeah. And it was only until a lot later on that we started to have to pay tax that you started to be <laughs> oh this is a job well now. this is yeah it's a job this is this is serious I still don't really think it's a job I'm like, I thought you were just about to say I still laugh. don't pay tax yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. try not to as much as possible some tax <laughs> Mr Taxman <laughs> but yeah it was um, yeah it, it, the, the 90s I think was not only a good time for rave music I think music in general yeah I mean it's Everything focused on music. You, you know, know, you had you had you had the trip hop stuff going on. Then you had Britpop. You had Spice Girls doing their thing, and then you had dance music, and it was all kind of separate. Everything's kind of like crushed together now a little bit, and everything's a bit kind of compressed. But then it was kind of like you had your own little things going on. Well, drum and bass, I suppose, now is partly to do with pop music. You know, is it, that's what in, in what you mean. It's grown to that well, size. You know, and- you, you you wouldn't. You, you wouldn't make a drum and bass tune thinking it's going to hit the charts. But some that's have. A, you don't, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They weren't made for that reason, yeah. though. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, because... You can't have a like, pop tune in your head and think, I'm going to make a drum and bass version because it doesn't work like that. You you make a tune and it, it aspires to be a pop tune. Mm. That's the difference. People, but I don't know. Sometimes nowadays people are trying to make pop tunes out of drum and bass, which <laughs> to me don't really sound <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, that don't work for me at all. No, nah, not not me personally. There's tunes that have been that big that made it into the pop charts. That's, mm. They're the ones I like. Yeah, you know what I mean, but so this is going to be a difficult question for you because of how much time you've both spent in the scene. Mm. Can you imagine your life without the '90s rave scene? What do you think your life would have been like? Well, nothing doesn't. Nothing today matters without eighties and nineties house music. Nothing matters today because it all aspired from there. All of but it. But what we would have done, I don't know. I I work for insurance for an insurance company. I didn't even know well. you had a job, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to do terrible on the Mister and Mrs. feature we've got later. If you didn't even know your job before you met before DJing, your insurance. I mean, that's yeah, that's, a, that's a revelation. Yeah, cold calling. Oh. I was terrible. Oh, no. The reason why I didn't know because I kind of blotted it out. <laughs> that does right. sound incredibly dull yeah. compared oh, was, to what it, you're it was, doing now. It was, we were selling this thing called Black Gold, which was basically a ripoff, but I didn't know because I was just kind of like sitting down, kind of sleeping after yeah. day. And then they, I worked there for about six months and I made about £20. Uh, I was Jeez. on the counts clerk. <laughs> yeah, and he also. Um, was computer wizard as well. Yeah, I've always been oh, really? he, he was yeah. really into when I first met Groove, he was Did computers exist then? Yeah, I mean, I just I mean, I was, yeah, he was coding. He's, he's right, he was coding. Right, really? He's yeah. always wow. right saying that, but like when I used, wow. started using computers, he used to have green writing, you know. So, yeah, that's how long ago I go back. Wow. Yeah. It wasn't no fingers of Macintosh, it just used to be called Apple. 
So you'd be rich and working for Amazon or something <laughs> in, in programming. I'm Amazon. And, yeah. and you'd be an insurance boss with a helicopter in your garden. Wow. That's, what you, that's what you'd be. No, that's what you're saying. Broke. That's all yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> uh, well, you're listening to Raw, the 90s Rave Podcast. Remember, our contact details for anything at all are hello at the 90s Rave Podcast.co.uk. Our guests today are jungle and drum and bass legends, Fabio and Groove Rider. And we will be finding out more about them, including stuff you've probably never heard them ask before. Wicked things, the vibes is going to be absolutely rough in here tonight. This is Raw, the 90s Raid podcast with me, Tom Latcham and Chrissy Richards. A little reminder, of course, get in touch on email at hello at the 90s Raid podcast.co.uk. In this episode of Raw, we are delighted to have been joined by the creators of the Jungle Sound, Fabio and Groove Rider. Well, we know plenty about their careers, of which more, of course, later, but not much is known about the men themselves, and actually, as they've admitted, about each other, apparently. So we're going to find out a bit more about you both, and you're going to find out a bit more about each other uh, in this uh, buzzing quick fire round. So, Chris, do you want to kick us off? It's a, we don't want any mucking around. Quick answers, quick answers. Okay, real names, gents. Sir and Boss. <laughs> Roy. Age. Fab. Oh, leave it out. I'm not asking. <laughs> 21 again. Yeah. Age older than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are you both originally from? South, South London. London. I'm from Brixton. Groove's from... Uh, Streatham, originally. Well, yeah. Pickham and Streatham. And where do you live now? I live here, which is uh, Mitchamish. Okay. I live in Surrey. Very nice. Love yeah. it. Well, Groove yeah. Rider went lardy da, didn't he? <laughs> 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 like my mum and dad, man. <laughs> uh, relationship status? I'm in a relationship. Um, Charlotte, yeah. Okay. I'm living. You're living. Come on, you'll open up. Tell us about your children, if you have any. Uh, I've got one 19-year-old. Uh, she's at university, Bristol University. She's raving as well. Of course, Chris yeah, is a yeah, great yeah, place yeah. like it. <laughs> and I've got a 25 year old. Uh, she's just uh, graduated from uni. She's doing cryogenics or something like that. Wow. And I've got an 18 year old who's uh, going to uni. Uh, she's not sure which, which one she's going to, but yeah, I've got two girls. Okay. Uh, and what music do you like except rave music? I just like music in general. Yeah, yeah. I like a bit of everything. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a big hip hop fan, and, and, and you know, I, you know, we try and listen to everything that's. You know, I'm very open-minded to music, so... Yeah, well, that's how we got to this point, so... Yeah, no, exactly, so... You uh, have to be yeah, open-minded. Yeah. So, could you name your favourite non-rave song and why? That's a tough one, I know. Uh, probably... Uh, no, well, this is tough, but one that just jumps to mind is Barely Breaking Even by Leroy Burgess. That's probably and one yeah, of my favourite yeah, tunes. Yeah, that's a great tune, actually. Um, going back to my jazz funk days, probably Lonnie Liston Smith expansions. Awesome. Yep. Uh, favorite food? West Indian. Japanese. Oh yes, love yes. Japanese food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite drink? Um, summer fruits. What's it? Uh, Innocence. Summer fruits. Do you know, my, I've, I've really got into uh, um, flavoured Evian water. 
Very nice. Yeah, producer's laughing because that's pretty much all he drinks is flavoured oh, really? water. Yeah. Uh, what is your favourite movie? Wow. Uh, mine's got to be Lords of the Rings, I think. Yes. I wouldn't have expected that answer. Well, you got it. <laughs> um, at least we got an answer off Groove Rider at last. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, I don't know. That's a tough one. Probably Goodfellas, actually. Goodfellas. Yeah, I love that film. Do you have a favourite TV show? I'm a massive Coronation Street fan, so I'm just Oh, you? So am I. <laughs> so I love it. You know, I, I write about soaps for a living as well. Oh, you joking? I interview all the Corrie stars. You know, I've taken my girlfriend on the Corrie trip around the set. It's the best day of her life. <laughs> Fabio, I'll take you You need two. to link me up, I man. will take you two. Link me up. I'm I mean, that was a revelation, by the way. <laughs> Fabio's into Corrie. <laughs> 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 you just kind of throw me off. You might have to edit that. Emmerdale? I don't really know, man. I don't really know. Okay. Not really, no. Okay. Uh, you got any secret hobbies? Um, no, not really. I live a really boring life, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you, I suppose I suppose making music's my hobby. Okay. Yeah. What about you, fam? Yeah, the same. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been making music for twenty-five years, but leave <laughs> it in. So, who's the most famous person you've ever met? Uh, the Queen, I suppose. Oh, yeah, she is quite famous. I've heard of her. She, she's pretty famous. <laughs> um, I mean, you, have you, both, you both met the Queen together? No. Yeah. Okay. I don't, how did is I... she into Jungle? Not that I know of. No. You didn't ask her? <laughs> that, I didn't get that far. Yeah. <laughs> didn't you say, don't you know she's I am? She's too busy being hugged by Eddie Nightingale. <laughs> <laughs> get questioned in. <laughs> and we met Tony Blair as well one time as well, didn't did we? Did you? Well, you was there as well. Was I? Oh, that, that oh, meeting was that obviously totally memorable. I remember when Annie Nightingale started shouting at him oh, at the BBC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, <laughs> he just went around shaking everybody's head and Annie Nightingale and started shouting at him. Yeah. yeah that, what that, about that, the war? <laughs> <laughs> Don't mention the war. Well, there you go. That's probably your answer then, yeah. isn't it, Fabio? Um, who is your celebrity crush? Wow. I've got to be careful what I say here. You know? <laughs> no, it's, it's never likely to happen. You know, you, you... I'm a, do you know what? I'll tell you what. It's probably J-Lo, you know. After seeing Hustlers. That's a solid man, show. Man, the opening scene. That's me, yeah. Proof. I don't know. You're not accessible, so I don't ever think about it. <laughs> <laughs> you say that, but you've met the Queen. So, and don't say the Queen. Don't say the Queen is just every Because if she is listening, I, I think that breaches royal protocols. I, I think she'd be flattered, actually. <laughs> Still got it. 92. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. I really don't know. Okay, what about a celebrity right. hate? I mean, they are, so, you know. Celebrity hate. Um, Ant and Deck in it. I don't mind Ant and Deck. Uh, really? I don't really hate anything. Sorry, just distracted by the fact that the dog opened the door. <laughs> yeah, it's quite, a magic dog. That's quite impressive. Fabio, that is the, I mean, that's the revelation of the day. Fabio <laughs> owns a magic dog. Dog that can open a door to the conservatory <laughs> just comes bowling in. Come on, dog. Don't knock those things over. <laughs> sit down. Here we sit, go. Sit, sit, sit down sit, there. Sit. Um, what did you ask me? Uh, who's the celebrity Celebrity hate. hate. Oh, it's got to be Kanye West for me at the moment. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? He's a fool, isn't he? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good reason. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm not a big Russell Brand fan. I find him really annoying. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, you're not on your own. Yeah. Do you have any sporting heroes? Muhammad Ali for me. Um, 
Yeah, I'd have to go with Mohamed as well, personally, okay. yeah. I think Mohamed Ali and Pele, because when I was growing up, they were um, two black guys that were just the best in their in, in their field. I mean, when I used to see, I can't really remember Pele that much, but um, Mohamed Ali was, uh, I think, for most people. So what would you say is your best trait? What's your best trait? My teeth. They are lovely. They are crazy good. They're very good. I do have teeth. How much were they? <laughs> I've got teeth envy, I have to say. A lot of Colgate. You've both got lovely teeth, actually. Yeah, I know. That, there's a story teeth. behind that. But um, <laughs> What is the story behind that? Come on. We'll tell you off mic, man. Okay, fair dues. Fair dues. Tell you off mic. Uh, and what is your, we'll say your teeth as well, Fabio. Yeah. And uh, yeah. what's your worst trait? Uh, my feet. Is that a trait? Oh, I don't know. You ain't what's seen wrong them. with your feet? <laughs> <laughs> um, mine's, is, oh, trait. Oh, mine's been, I'm long. I'm just takes long. I take ages to do shit. Yeah, I procrastinate quite a bit. That's my okay. worst trait. Okay. <laughs> that can't be handy in a in a world that's fast paced and international, no. can it? No. Uh, well, it's not at the moment, is it? <laughs> but, uh, usually. Uh, what's your most embarrassing moment? Probably pulling up a record. That's, that's always an embarrassing one when you pull up the wrong tune and leave a. 20,000 people just standing How many times have you done silence. that? Oh, loads, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets any easier. <laughs> oh, I, I remember once I, um, I went to Astoria and I remember I bought a pair of um, boots that were way too tight. And uh, I remember walking down the stairs and falling down the stairs and then having my feet swole up and then I had to get the boots cut off. They were brand new. I had to cut them off with a dad to get a knife and cut the boots off my feet, which was uh wasn't great. <laughs> that is tight. <laughs> Jesus. How about your most disgusting habit? You're welcome to answer this for the other one if you want to. Smoking. Yeah, fair enough. Smoking. I, I just need to give it up, and I and I and I really struggle. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. Yeah, it's it's, it's fire. <laughs> it? yeah. But but it is. It's not good for you, and it's not good for me, really. But it's addictive. Yeah, exactly. I mean that's that's the whole problem with fags, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, what is one thing about uh, yourself that will surprise people? And what's the one thing about yourself that will surprise? <laughs> you know what it does uh, what's the one thing about but it's the dog barking in the background this is what happens when you come to people's eyes they've got loads of dogs uh, tell us one thing about yourself Groove that will surprise people I can almost fly a plane oh wow. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah for real well, what do you mean almost because that's not good enough I don't have lessons at the moment oh so really yeah. oh, that's interesting why but I had to stop because of the COVID yeah, yeah, yeah. how come how come you decided to do that because I wanted to do what it is. My daughter was going to university. I was, thought I was going to. I thought I'm going to do something as well. Just, just because she, because she's doing something. I thought I could do something right, as well why? while she's away. And I thought, like when I worked it out, it's like I don't know about twelve grand for the university course a year. I thought I could do the flying a lot cheaper. So why not do that? So um, yeah, that's why I started. And he's getting really good. He's really? really? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. how, you're a bit, you're how far are you from uh, actually kind of having a full, I don't know, do you get a license? I've got 35 hours to... Fantastic. That's bloody good. Yeah. So you'll be able to fly yourself, yourself to, to those gigs. foreign gigs. No driving out of flipping M1, right? And what about you, Fab? I'm double-jointed. Are you? Yeah. Can we see? 
Oh, oh, that is good. That's really that's handy. If, if you're not watching this on video, then <laughs> you should be watching on video because we're on YouTube, by the way, as well. Uh, he's just done a, a really good, like, sort of, yeah. like a John Fashionu style <laughs> awooga. But we just, yeah, we're all over the place. Was well, that degrees. was good. I got, we got more than we thought we might have. We that, did. To be honest. Well done, guys. Thank um, you. This is Fabio and Groove Rider, and this is Raw. Plenty more to come, including whether Groove ever gets the hump with having his name second and how that happens. Oh, you asking me now? Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> we will in a minute. You've been listening to Raw, the 90s Rave podcast with Chrissy Richards and Tom Blatcham. We hope that you've enjoyed laughing along with the legends Fabio and Groove Rider so far. Now here comes the money bit. We are three average people with expensive children and busy lives. We want to bring you more fantastic future content, but we need your help in order to do this. We've set up a GoFundMe page and you could become a part of this fantastic and exciting project documenting the 90s for less than the price of a posh loaf of bread. Head on over to GoFundMe.com forward slash the 90s rave podcast and help us to make history. So you're listening to Raw, the 90s rave podcast. And in this, our first episode, we're talking to Jungle Pioneers, Fabio and Groove Rider. Anything you want to get in touch about, please do. Hello at the 90s rave podcast.co.uk. And we are also on all your social media channels. So you now hopefully know a little bit more about Fabio and Groove Rider than when we started this episode of Raw. But we want to know more about them as people and their relationship. So could you describe the other person in five words? Five words. Well, I mean, uh, we could push it to six or seven. That'd be all right. Yeah, he's my inspiration. Ah, there you go. And it is three. <laughs> that was That's four. very sweet. Isn't it? That's very sweet as well. He's compassionate. He's a people pleaser. He's my best mate. Nice. That's lovely. Well, that leads us on to our next question, which is um, how and when you first met, and did you instantly click? Um, when, when, you know, when we started on, um, Pirate Radio, we was quite aware of each other. Like, yeah, never met. We, yeah. We'd met, but we'd never, um, yeah. kind of socialised. We were on the station together. And yeah. We, I used to listen to his show because he used to play, he used to do a nighttime show and he used to play kind of like acid jazz and, and stuff like that. And I used to do the daytime okay. show and we had a mutual admiration for each other. Yeah, didn't really know each other, but... You know, yeah, we knew we saw each other you know, by association. Yeah. We knew a lot of the same people and stuff like that. And um, the way we got together was was uh, through music, and which is it, it's, it's Mendoza put us. The guy who owned the radio station wanted to do a, a, an acid house night, and he put us because we were the only two DJs on the station, the station that, played that, that yeah. played acid house. And I knew Groove played a few house tunes on his show, and right. um, I did. So he put us together, and. Uh, it doesn't always work. That mix don't always work. Do you no. know what I'm saying? But with me and Groove, it just, just we just clicked straight yeah, away. Straight away, yeah. Straight away. And then um, it's just uh, years and years later, we're still rolling, man. Yeah. And what was it that made you such a good match? I think because we're so different. We're, we're very different. Yeah. But we've got the same ideology. Well, yeah. We've got very same morals and very similar morals and and ways of doing things. And, and we've got unwritten rules that really work for us. Which is really important. You've mentioned. I've, met, I've heard you mention about this unwritten rule. Before. What are they? 
I don't know. He's, they're on written. He's the one you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> but that, no, Maybe I you should run. Call me old fashioned. Get a better just day, about mutual respect, man. Like, yeah. And not just like in words, but totally mutual respect. Yeah. Like, for instance, like with, with music, we never overlap ever. You know what I mean? But then at the end of the day, we all also got a very similar kind of a method yeah like we we won't ever play a tune twice in a set just and and like even when we do back to backs it's very organic groove knows when it's his time i it's not like oh you play four tracks when people do back to backs which is like two djs djing together they tend to kind of like you play two tunes it's It's very competitive and it's very competitive with me and groove it's literally we're putting a set together yeah it's it's i know when groove's ready for me to come on. And even like, we'd done a 24 hour podcast last week and it was about five o'clock in the morning. We'd, we'd been doing it from 12 a.m. And um, Groove, 12 p.m., sorry. And Groove was on and he was doing a house set. And I just knew to just let him roll out. He was just doing his thing and he, he was playing music and it, I just knew, I just let him do his thing. Whereas other DJs would be, oh, let me on now and, yeah, you know, I've got to come and play now and it's, it's just those little things just make it really yeah, special. It's, it's Hope brings what to the relationship? Like is is one of you more of the driving force towards your success, or is would you say one of you is more talented than the other? No, oh, yeah, I'm way more talented. Is there something you know that you that Fabio you do better, and one thing that you do group that you do no, better? No. Like you know, your one's no. better at PR, one's better at I don't know. No, the, the thing is with us, it's kind of like. Um, it's not better because whatever deficiencies I have, Groove can fill that in and vice versa. Vice versa, yeah. So it's 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 really weird because I know it sounds. But that's what I mean. What's your deficiency that he's better at, and what's? I'm ele- I'm I'm electronic. Okay. He's no. more. He's analog. more voice analog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. like, on an interview, Fabio smash it, but in the studio, I'll smash it. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's more of a talker, and I'm more okay. of a doer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's that is the truth. I he, Groove is a doer, and I'm I'm a bit of a dreamer. You know, what I mean, and, you know, we we do balance each other out. Exactly. That's that is that's really useful. Who who is the best DJ though? <laughs> no, this, None no, of us no. because we're all we're all we're just great DJs. <laughs> the, which is the writer. So. No, because the thing is with, with us, I mean, you know, uh, even on the twenty four hour thing, which was great for us because we don't really get a chance to play music that we haven't you know you don't get a chance to play like even when we're doing house sets we play normally raid sets but there we've got to play house tunes that we've never played before ever. And it's kind of like, you know, I'll, I'll just get, I'll sit there and think, wow, he's killing it, man. He's absolutely killing it. And, and, and that's the great thing. And there's no, there's no edge there. There's no, I don't ever feel like, oh my God, you know, I feel intimidated. No, I don't. Because we're learning from each other. That's how just, you don't go forward by being green eyed or anything like that. You just learn, innit? And we've never like forgotten about, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know everything. Do you know what I'm saying? We still got to learn. There's more to learn, and we learn from each other. Yeah, do you know what that's I'm saying? And we learn from other people. That's how. That's how we stay in the game for 35 years. Yes, and that's a refreshing thing to hear, actually, because you do find with some DJs and artists that they think they know everything. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. The no, secret to success is knowing there's always more to oh, learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, clearly why you're it. still brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I'm hungry for it. Have you ever seriously fallen out at any point? Never. Not that's one amazing. Argument. 
Not no, one we, argument. Not one not argument. Not at all. Honestly. Not one that's argument. Not, there's not, there's Seriously. Life, not one really? argument. Not one. No. We've that's never. bonkers. Seriously. We really I, have. I, 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 we're not the fool. Well, I don't know. I don't really fall out with anybody, to be honest with you. It's not really my thing. I've, not, I've never known Fabio to fall out of anyone. Anyway, yeah. it's, not in our, it's not in my nature. Yeah. There's people I can dislike for a second and all that, but I don't fall out of anyone. Might there be something, say, that, that, that slightly irritated each other about it? Would you just talk it out? No, if this, yeah, yeah, because if this, if this something Groove will say it, yeah, and he'll just say it will go. Look, like there was, you know, when we first started, you know, I used to drink a lot and stuff like that, and Groove was like, "Fab, look, if you're gonna be drunk and shit like that, you know, I don't drink, and you know, just you, we got to be professional about this." And he will say that if if I've got something that is annoying him. Mm. He will say it, but there's never no, there's never an argument no. because I'll just take it because I I know if he says something, it's coming from the heart. It's coming from the heart, and it's anyway. Real. I haven't had to say nothing in forty years. So yeah, that, that, that was the right. last time. That was about ninety one. <laughs> yeah, was yeah, and like, I, it's, it's funny because he dropped me over and and he said it. Um, he stopped the car and he didn't say anything to me the whole way back. I was thinking, is he annoyed about something? And he said, listen, look, we're going to have to be professional about this, and you, you're going to have to. You can't be doing all that if 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 you're going to be with me. And I just, as, as I was walking in, it was like my dad saying it to me. It was really, it really resonated. And I just sat down and thought, it's true. And it is true. I think, you know, if you're in a partnership, you can't have one who's just pissed all the time and stuff like that. And oh. one who's completely teetotal. Oh, pissed in well, uh, Chris, is just, <laughs> Chris has just looked up. For, for those of you not watching on YouTube, Chris, oh, right. Chris has just looked at her partner, Paul Kingsize, our producer, as if to say, mm, <laughs> <laughs> this, this seems to work with us. <laughs> who's the piss head, by the way, out of you two? Uh, it's definitely me. Right, though. Okay, I'm nothing yeah, like okay. I used to be. <laughs> No, I think like anything now, I'm 41. Um, so looking back to when you first met, obviously uh, f- remarkable that you've never fallen out or even never. vaguely irritated each other over th- 30, 40 years. Did you, uh, you know, when did you think that you would, you know, you were going to be a combo that was going to last? Did you think at the time this is a combo that will last? Did you think 30 years? Do you know, I've never even thought about it, you know, to be it's just so natural. It's, it's not, so, I don't know. I've just been hanging with Fabio for so long anyway. So it's like we're mates anyway. Yeah. I think, you know, when we started out, I don't think we ever thought anything was going to last. No. We really didn't. I think you've got to remember how, you know, this was just something new that was going on and you didn't have a clue that it was going to last longer than six months. So I just probably presumed that six months we'd be doing something else and we might go our separate ways and do our own thing. But it just never transpired to be that way. No. It, it never went that way. I mean, all. we still do our own thing now, like as individuals. And, you know, people like to book us as family and groove rider. So we're that, smashing that on help. two fronts. That that really helps. That really helps. The fact that we've got our own thing as well. You know, a lot of duos just do everything together. And bizarrely, we've got our own careers as well. We've got, you know, Groove's got his own label. You know, he's got his own way of doing things and you know but when Fabio and Groove Rider come together it's it's it's, it's a special thing yeah. so coming on to that do you think you would be as successful now individually if you hadn't been synonymous as a pair yeah definitely yeah and is it <laughs> no 100% I really do because I think yeah I think we're both talented enough to have gone 
you're not well, met and, and, and done after. Do you we, think we, you've been at that do, level, we, though? Because, I mean, you know, you, you, you're still headlining... Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. we still big, do big our own things as individuals, so, yeah. of course... We, yeah, 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 exactly. But, but, but that, isn't, that, isn't that a sort of byproduct of you being not so... No, no, I mean, like, no, because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why that isn't, because sometimes someone will prefer Groove and someone prefers me. Yeah, exactly. And plus, another thing you've got to remember, we've both started subgenres. Groove started, Groove done Metalheads when I was doing Speed. But they're polar opposites, completely opposite. Well, I've got two Movos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many have you got, Fab? How many have you got, Fab? I can't see any. I'm looking around. <laughs> what can I say to that? Right, I got can't two, say I've nothing. Unless you're hiding them away, I think it might be zero. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, and, definitely uh, do my own thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, do you see yourself, you said you're like best best friends. Do you, do you see yourself as, as as like family, as like brothers? Well, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it's just a, do you speak yeah. every day? Pretty much. Well, not every day because he's hard to get hold of. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think but, the yeah. thing is, we, we both as well got separate lives, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Which is, I think that that's healthy as well. We both got separate lives and we both got our own things that we do. And, and you know, we both got kids as well. You know what I mean? So, you know, we tend to... It's not like when we was kids. We're not kids anymore. True, We're grown true, men. It's true. different now. Of course. But if yeah. you had a problem... Oh, would yeah, you, would you call the other? Oh, yeah, 100%. Away. 100. 100, 100%. He's the first person I'd ring yeah. if I had any issue with anything. Because I know that he's going to be honest. Yeah. You know, some people sugarcoat stuff and sit down and just tell you the wrong things. He will sit down and go, it will be blunt, and whether I like it or not. And ask you, do you need me to bring the boys? <laughs> Which is always handy. Oh, that's why, why he gets paid the same. Okay, fine. We've worked that out. We got there eventually. Um, and, and, and you're both dads, as you mentioned just a minute ago. What kind of father are you? Fabio first. Um... You know, having two girls is difficult um, uh, because you, it's a di- different way of doing things. But I'm, I'm very, very close with my daughters. They tell me everything, which is really, really good. I'm very transparent with them. Um, and so, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm a good father. I think there's things about parenting that you just learn as you go along. There's no book to parenting. It's, you know, you find things out and you sit there and think, oh, I've done that wrong. Or, yeah, and you try and rectify it. Do you know what I'm saying? But, you know, you just try and be as good as dad as you can be. I mean, they all sound very, like they're doing incredibly well in life, incredibly successfully. So you must be doing something right. What kind of dad are you? I'm, I'm great. Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> oh, so there's, there's a theme here. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, like I, yeah, I mean, I, I do the best I can. And, you know, and I, me and the mum are not together, but we've been great parents to our daughter, which is, you know, are the you main strict? thing. Well, my daughter doesn't mess about, if that's what you mean. Okay. You, you know go. what I mean? Yeah. There's no nonsense going on because I wouldn't have it anyway but my daughter's not that way inclined she's actually into bookwork she's actually a bit of a nerd which I'm I'm totally happy with yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean so um, yeah she's she's a hard worker and uh, yeah you know she gets rewarded but yeah kids cost a lot of money what do your children think about your jobs hopefully she, my daughter's proud of me I hope so you know don't get me wrong, I've started to get the feeling that she doesn't really want to hang out with me anymore. Wow. <laughs> but she likes that it when her mates say, oh, that's your dad, isn't it? And she loves all that, yeah. yeah it's, oh, she loves actually, the notoriety yeah, yeah. of it. It's funny because they get to a certain age where you, they just switch off a little bit and they start acting like well, they're, they're big people mm. and, and they can kind of like, they see you when they want to see you, which is quite annoying. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's the best thing in the world though. 
And and my daughters are my my youngest is into drum and bass. My my, my oldest my eldest isn't really. My youngest really is into the music, really, really big time, and she's. And she's think, your favourite, right? I can't do that. Oh, I did do it. Yeah, I went there. Do that. And he didn't say no. I'm sorry if they're listening. I feel terrible. I might just ruined your family, Fabio. Um, when you would go away DJing all the time, uh, you know, you, you're flying internationally prior to coronavirus, but you're flying internationally and all that sort of thing. Would, would your families, when they were younger, particularly, would they would they stay at home? And, and how did you find that? In what respect? I don't, don't, well, being away from your kids all the time, because that's well, tough. You have to remember, like, DJing is an overnight thing, mostly, well, apart yeah. from when you're on tour. And when I was on tour, when I was with the mother, I used to bring her, like, when we used to do the Miami tour, or the, sorry, the US tour, I used to fly her out to Miami to meet me at the conference and stuff like that. My daughter's been all around the world with me. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, yeah, I've, I've taken lucky. her all over. Yeah. Well, she's, she, her mum's a traveller anyway. Mum loves travelling. So she's been with her, but yeah, my daughter, like when she was younger and when we were together, we tried to okay. carry her quite so around. you've still managed to maintain quite strong relationships with your children, despite to. being big DJs and traveling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, DJing really. I mean, yeah, I mean, you always think, yeah, we could be better, but what parent doesn't think they could be better? But you're also Absolutely. providing as well by exactly. doing so. so yeah, no, exactly, uh, exactly. So they're that age sword, as well, really, they, they want money, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get sick of being away from your families and all the travelling? No, I don't. I, the, the, the travelling, the travel, I, the travelling can be tiring. Yeah, not actually when you get there. I mean, like the Australia thing. That's that's, God, that's, that's hard. hard work. It's really hard. But once you get there, it's like, ah, oh, shit. It's no problem. No problem. I'm coming back. Coming back. Mm. Then you get on the plane. I'm, oh, I'm never going back. I'm never going back. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up going like 27 <laughs> times or something like that. So like, I've just lied to myself. Uh, well, there's a lot of love for you on our social media channels. We've been asking people to get in touch with uh, yeah. memories and favourite sets and, and, and questions and all, all sorts of that things. Michael Wiseman, for instance, says, one of my first times I went to Oscars in Clacton. I remember gre- meeting Groove Rider at the bar. I was 17 and I went a bit fanboy. Does that happen a lot? <laughs> Quite a bit. happened in Tesco's the other day. <laughs> <though. Brilliant. laughs> that would have been my next question. Does that happen to you in the street all the time? Yeah, well, not Tesco's all the time. Yeah, and... I mean, yeah, I get it. I get it in Tesco. Well, I get it in... I do get it, but not to Robbie Williams' standard. Well, well, but, no. yeah. but, but, but you're both getting more than me. It's Chrissy, certainly. You're both better than Robbie though, Williams, yeah, like, anyway. Because he's so, I was just like checking out. Giz just staring at me, like, what the fuck are you looking at? And did you say that to him? <laughs> no, no, but because he thinks Groove Riders no. are really, really what a what a horrible bloke. <laughs> you, have to, you have to understand, like I'm just a regular geezer. I don't sit there and think about oh I'm Groove Rider. I forget about it. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm just like living my life. It's like when somebody's just staring at you, I don't register like it could be because of my job. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's like looking at me, looking at me, looking at me. I'm like, and come up to me and goes. Are you group rider? And I was like, oh shit, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> man. <laughs> because, yeah, so I've been nutballing you. I was like, it's all right, man. It's all right. But you, you, you've got, uh, with the nose piercing and you've got a, quite a distinctive look, Fabio, perhaps not as distinctive. Do you get recognised as well? What, because there's nose piercing? No, <laughs> because you're Fabio. You... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it happens. <laughs> it does happen. It, as as Groove says, it, it it does shock you sometimes. Funny enough, the, the other day when we was out... Um, a very similar thing happened. I went to the shops and, and we was eating some food and I went and got a drink from the shop and some guy was kind of like walking behind me like acting like he was kind of stalking me and I didn't know if he was going to jump me and he turned around and I looked at him like what are you, what are you fucking doing? And he went oh you're Fabio. And, yeah it ha- do you know what the funny thing is it happens more now than it's ever happened which is really really strange. Um, 
I don't know if we've had a lot of exposure in the last year. I, I don't know, but um, you just got to be as friendly as you can as well um, with people. Um, you know, sometimes it's it's quite annoying. Sometimes when you're leaving a club, you do get rushed by everyone and you've got another gig to go to. Mm. And funny enough, I, I I remember I was coming out of XOYO um, in, in Shoreditch and I had to get to Guildford in 50 minutes. And a guy came up to me and he was like, oh, yeah, Fabio. And I was like, oh, yeah. Anyway, listen, I've got to go. And he was kind of like, oh, it's like that, is it? And I was like, mm. what do you mean it's like that? So you get that sometimes. Mm. And he got really funny with me. He was going, you're an arsehole. I was like, what? What do you mean? You know, I said, I've got to get to another gig. He went, oh, yeah, you think you're too big. And I was just like, I just... just... He sounds lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I think we know the to get to is, gig. that <laughs> And it's not, and it, no, but it's not you. you. You get that sometimes as well, where people think you, you think you're too big, and it's kind of like, well, listen, I can't talk. I said to him from the start, I've got to get to. But people gig. Got, don't realize, like, after that shit scares me because, like, I'm not the type of person to go up to somebody I know and start trying to converse mm. with them. Mm. That's not me. That's not who I am at all. But when people do that to you, it kind of takes you back sometimes, especially when it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean. It's, People got to understand that we're all human. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Have you ever had any real weird stalkerish behaviour or just utterly strange emails and tweets where you think, whoa, hang on a minute? Yeah, I, I had two guys um, that stalked me uh, for a little while. And um, they approached me once. I came out at speed. And uh, you're talking about the twins, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They, well, they were that twins as well, like, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. They came up to me and then they, yeah, they were done us for years, yeah. And then they kind of like, Well, yeah, you know, you think you're too big and uh, you, you never talk to us, and blah blah blah. There's a reason and, for that, lads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I was walking off, one of them shouted, We've got a bullet with your name on it. Whoa, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's some proper weirdos out there, aren't there? Yeah, you do get. Do you, what you did get, you feel when he said that? Called Groove, innit? That's what he's yeah, gonna... yeah, exactly. What's Groove's number again? I'm going to call Groove. Yeah, I'm going to keep him here. I live in Groove's Surrey. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they, they tried that. They tried that shit with me, but I shut that down from years before. Because they used to come to heaven, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. I shut that down years before. So um, I don't even know that. I think you've got to be careful not to be over familiar with people because where they start thinking they know you mm. and they, 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 they personalize things. And, and then you've got to kind of tell them to back off. I've got, we both have people that are, they're not stalkers, but they're real fans. They follow you around everywhere. But you need those, uh, you need a, of course not you necessarily do. following you around everywhere, but you need those people. Oh, yeah, because yeah, they're, they're, just, your, they're your core. Because aren't they? they're never going to go anywhere. And you know, they've been around for 15, 20 years and they're always, always there. And that's great. That's and why social distancing is great now. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to talk more about social, social distancing uh, later on in this interview, I'm sure. Well, maybe not, but, you know, coronavirus and that sort of thing. You're listening to Fabian Groove Rider on the first episode of Raw, the 90s Rave podcast. Do get in touch with us as we'd love to hear from you um, and about your memories of Fabio and Groove Rider and the 90s Rave scene at hello at the 90s Rave podcast.co.uk. Yeah, if you uh, email us, we'll read some out in uh, future episodes and we'll be back with more effort G Fun very shortly here and only here on Raw. This is being recorded live. Can we make some noise to show up how many people are inside? 
So here on Raw, the Night is Road podcast, we aim to get to know more about our special guests than any other interview you've ever heard with them. Uh, one of the ways we plan to do this is by quizzing them on their specialist subjects. But as Fabio and Groove Rider are a twosome and they have such a famous bond, we thought it would be fun to test them on each other with a Mr. and Mrs. quiz. Although I don't think they're going to be very good at this. <laughs> <We'll be honest. laughs> Not considering the earlier despite, revelation. No, despite being saying they're like brothers, they, uh, they, <laughs> well, they don't know much about each other. But anyway, we'll see. Uh, I don't know much about my real brother either. So, <laughs> so who wants to go first? Go on, I'll do it. Go on. Okay. okay, so what is his phobia? Cheese. Groove, <laughs> <laughs> is it cheese? It's not hard. I'm lactose intolerant, so yeah. Okay, fair enough. It's less of a phobia, and more so it's not kill you, right? It's going to kill me. Who takes longest to get ready on uh, a night out? Who are we doing that to? Fabi still? Yeah. Yep. Right. Go on. Who takes longest to get ready on a night out? Does. Would you say that's true? What a liar. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, but earlier on you said you were both long. So, I mean, how long is this? How long are you getting taking to get ready? It might be true as it goes. Now I think about it. I've left him in the hotel lobby quite a few times. Yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's because it. I wake up later than you, that's all. <laughs> but yeah, I suppose it's true. So would you say he is a bum man or a boob man? Thank God we're asking Fabio this question and not Groove Rider because Fabio's partner is just here next to us. <laughs> <laughs> she literally just walked in for the Mr. and Mrs. bit. <laughs> he's, he's boob. Yeah, boob. I'm not that fussy, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, good answer. Uh, you got one out of you're working with me. You know, so it's fine. Uh, and what would uh, he say was his biggest annoyance in life? Groom's biggest annoyance? Yeah. Uh, annoying people. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> is that it? Yeah. Is that uh, your biggest annoyance? Or is he right? That's not my biggest annoyance, no. What's your biggest annoyance? Smells. <laughs> Smells. Smell, yeah, what, yeah, smelly yeah. people or? Yeah, smells, smells of cheese. Smells, smells, like, smells in general. Smells. Just anything that smells. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, yeah, damn. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, Fabio, who is the vainest? I am, probably. I, am. <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> you think? <laughs> that's a resounding yes from everyone in the room. Uh, and uh, Charlotte said definitely. Uh, um, <laughs> and who is the most likely to get you into trouble? I think I know the answer to this one, but Fabio? It depends. Because if I'm in trouble, I'll call for him. <laughs> so, so I, I think, yeah, I don't know. We don't ever get into any trouble. No, nah, so. nah, apart from we, when we was in uh, Berlin the other day, but uh, that's another story. Now, um, I don't know. I, I've, I've never been in a situation where he's got me into trouble, but I'd, I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably say me, actually. Would, would you agree with that one, Groove Runner? Um, it's hard because we never get into any trouble we never have done yeah so it's a tough one I don't know but there's still plenty of time left yet so if you do let us know I mean yeah obviously I've got the shorter fuse I mean it's not obvious to you but yeah between us I've got a shorter fuse (laughs) do you know what I mean but I don't get I don't you know so we'll switch it now Uh, Chrissy Uh, so who is the messiest 
So you've got to answer these. That's got to be one hundred percent, man. Yeah, we. We won't even go into it. But... <laughs> yeah, I'll weird. get mad when he comes out of my car, see cigarette butts on the floor. <laughs> <drunk cups. laughs> if he comes to my house, leaves cups on the floor. I don't know who's looking after him here, but it doesn't work at my house. Well, I think she's washing up. Now, actually, just next to us. In there. Charlotte, she's washing, I can see her washing up. He's definitely the messiest out of the two of us. Yeah. Uh, who's the best dancer? Oh, It's got to be Fabio, I think. He's not going to say no, is he? I don't know, you know. That's, I can, can hold my ground, we, Fabio. Yeah, he can, can move, man. He could move. Back in the day, yeah. on the floor, yeah. Fabio could move. 40 years ago. Uh, yeah. yeah. A long time. I don't know about today. That might be a different thing, but 40 years ago, 30 years ago, it was Fabio, 100. All right, so if money was no object, what would be the first thing that Fabio would buy? Um, I don't know. It'd have to be something for Charlotte, I'd imagine. I don't know what. Probably her. And he also now not, can't say no to her, but she's still here. Yes. He has to say yes. <laughs> Probably a new car for Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> One nod for yes, yeah. two yeah. nods for no, Fabio. Down, that, that's, that's why the lot can't get wrong because she's standing there. <laughs> um, who tells the best jokes? I know you have to. Well, it's cool to me, isn't it? <laughs> Is that right, Fab? Screwdriver yeah, yeah. does tell the best no, jokes. He does. He's very. Uh, he sends me the funniest <laughs> memes and videos. Do you, ever, do you have a favourite joke? In me, I don't tell jokes like that. Okay, no. fine. <laughs> My jokes are messed up. <laughs> Maybe that's one for when the microphones are off then. <laughs> All right, so does Fabio have any weird beliefs, you know, like aliens, conspiracy theories, that sort of thing? Um, not one. He's the most insane person I know, to be honest. <laughs> I'm the one who's had, he has, you know, talks about aliens and all that and believes in all that shit. That's, you believe in aliens? More. Well, yeah, I mean, like, we'd be stupid to believe we're the only people in the universe. That's, I, like, stupid. Do you, know Billy that? Bun- yep. do you know Billy Bunter, actually, in his document, in his book, wrote that he was once abducted by aliens and, <laughs> and managed to get from uh, London to Wisbeach or something like that, 45-minute journey, instantly. He was late and he turned up on time. What? That's the true. That's true. That's in his autobiography. The ecstasy must have been good when well, that was out. Well, yeah, 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 exactly. well, <laughs> like, not me. And his dad was like, yeah, we definitely were. Okay, and finally, who is the biggest baby? when they're sick oh 100% Fabio <laughs> really <laughs> see now yeah. they're going to have when an argument ever, for the first time when have you heard me get sick yeah but you don't get sick though. well I do get sick I just don't tell you that's <laughs> the difference <laughs> so for the first time here on that's Raw what, that's a good answer actually yeah. <laughs> we've managed true. to cause an argument between <laughs> yes. you two when we can go now <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the first ever episode of Raw, the 90s Rave podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we've enjoyed making it. You can hear more from the jungle and drum and bass legends Fabio and Groove Rider in episode two, which is being released in a week's time. So don't miss that. Here at Raw, we've got some fantastic future episodes recorded and ready to go, including the godfather of hardcore DJ Slipmat and top of the pops smash hit artist and pioneer of breakbeat hardcore, none other than Lunacy of Nightfalls Records. We want to make more great episodes featuring all your favourite artists, but we really need your help to fund them. In return, you could get yourself some neat, signed artwork, which is exclusive to Raw. 
head over to our page at gofundme.com forward slash the 90s rave podcast to become a part of this exciting new project. Stay tuned to our Facebook, Twitter and Insta accounts for more announcements. Laters!